I don't know what any of this shit is, and I'm fucking scared. First, you're gonna tell me about this dying stuff. Sorry about that. What is a scientist? You caught me like I'm experimenting with science. It's like magic with electricity. I know that. I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than you. The smartest scientists in the entire world all agree science is a liar sometimes. Seriously, this could not seem less scientific. Those idiots don't know anything about science. It's science. I believe it's pronounced science. This is the least scientific thing I've ever seen. So I'm just experimenting with them? You'll be quiet. Thank you, scientists. Just tweaking the knobs. Making sure all the knobs were good. Are they in the right spot? They they are. Well, they're always in the right spot. They're permanently affixed to that board. Hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Look out now. Yeah. Visual humor. What a great way to start off an audio podcast. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which is under the guise of science. I am Charlie. Hi, I'm Chris. I mean, it's me. I feel like there should be some kind of some kind of drinking game that has two sets of rules and it depends on whether I say Charlie is my name or Charles is my name because I do flip flop and I don't know the consistency of with of with which that's not a thing. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not too much of a stretch and those listening can figure it out. Yeah. You are it's, in uh, fact both. Both, both of them, the, uh, the duality of man, as they say. Mm-hmm. Old fucking Charlie Two Names over here. That's what they used to call me. <laughs> this guy with his fucking two names. How about you? You got two names? Kind of. I mean, if you <laughs> <laughs> if you count my my last name is kind of a first name, right? It is. It is a yeah. fact. <laughs> Oh, fucking Chrissy, two names. Yeah, I like that. When people say, oh, never trust a man with two names after I tell them my name. And I'm like, I'm st- still standing here. Like, <laughs> it's kind of mean. <laughs> you don't even know me. I'm introducing myself right off the bat. <laughs> Maybe I don't trust you. Just saying, never trust somebody who says don't trust a man with two names. That's what I say. Yeah, don't trust. Just don't trust anybody. I feel like that's, Stone Cold had it right. That, yeah, that's what Stone Cold Steve <laughs> Austin says. He's right. I remember reading something about Undertaker. A, a quote that Undertaker had, or uh, that said, was uh, I think it was something like, uh, "How are you supposed to trust a man whose motto is don't trust anyone?" or something like that. I don't mm. remember when that came up. Right. Here's here's this. Back from the dead zombie who's letting you know he's the trustworthy one in all this. <laughs> the guy who claimed to be dead and is yeah. now alive again. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's the uh he's the whatever the metaphor is that I'm stretching for that I can no longer put together. That he is that. He's the golden boy. There you are. Yeah. Sure. That works. Um uh, I just want to preface this episode with there are two episodes. Uh, I don't remember what they are specifically. I think it's 24 and 28 or 29 that for some reason have like seven total downloads. 
Really? Did I just do a bad job naming them? Like, why? Like, everything else is in the 30s. Interesting. Which I'm not bragging about it being in the 30s, but I'm just yeah. saying that the, the disparity. Yeah, so if suck? you've listened to a bunch of episodes already, well, how would, nobody knows that they suck. They haven't listened to them. That's true. Yeah. That's my, uh, that's my, that's my two cents about that. <laughs> so go ahead and listen to 23 and 24 and 28 and 29. Whichever one of those are still in single digit downloads, which you can't see, folks. If you listen to this and you didn't listen to the other ones, you're breaking all the rules. This is a sequential podcast. You have to listen to it in order. Everyone knows. Everyone knows yeah. that. So I feel like we established that pretty early on. Yeah. To address you, specific questions. Which you would have known if you listened to the earlier right. episodes. Yeah. And those episodes all have some pretty good download counts. <clears throat> yeah. By the way, episode. uh, Oh, good. (laughs) I was going to say even even episode one, which in retrospect is not that good, has a ton of downloads. (laughs) It's terrible, and it it just got into triple digits. Wow. Yeah, episode one has a hundred plus downloads. Oh, maybe that's the problem. Everyone's judging us on that one. Uh, Like you were good at anything the first time you did it. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. The uh. Yeah, it's it's just weird. I'm just happy that anybody's downloading stuff. Anytime it's like, all right, cool. The same thirty people more or less are yeah. listening. Yeah, sorry for getting me. mad. <laughs> that was unnecessary. <laughs> Actually, that's that's kinda like I think that's your wheelhouse. Like you a little bit angry and a little bit annoyed. Like I I was listening to the last episode today before I posted it two days late because I've been playing uh, a link to the past, but I'll get to that in a minute. Um, the, uh, yeah, just there is something magical about when you start talking about your kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It's a switch and it's, it's, it's not mean. It's just like a general frustration. <laughs> Like, it comes from is... a real place. It comes from a very real place. Yeah, it's 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 very authentic, and it, like I was listening to it by myself in my empty home this afternoon, and just fucking howling, <laughs> just because <laughs> I'd say something ridiculous, and you'd be like, "Actually, here's an even more ridiculous thing," and I'd laugh a bunch, and they're like, "Well, then uh, that's kind of like this making a joke," and you'd be like, "Actually, other really ridiculous thing." It's like, wow. <laughs> Yep, in real like life, their, their reality one ups my my insanity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's impressive. Yeah, they, they're they're definitely pieces of work. <laughs> I should I sh- we should dedicate an episode to Bianca. If I'll write down uh, various quotes and things that she does and compile that into uh, a very entertaining <laughs> list about a, a sassy young lady. She um. She's like once a day, uh, Lauren will bring Bianca up to me. <laughs> nice. She's like, Did you see what she did now? I was like, Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and here's some more backstory because I because <laughs> I get the inside scoop on these things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're a hoot. That they are. Um, so, uh, and yeah. we gotta, we gotta save this world for them, right? We gotta, 
<laughs> the children of the future, says Whitney Houston. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> she also said crack is good. She did. You can't <laughs> listen to everything she says. <laughs> Just you gotta you gotta pick and choose. You gotta be a, right. a, a supermarket Whitney Houston fan. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, there's early Whitney Houston. That's still we didn't know Bobby Brown was involved. We didn't know about anything going on there. That's wholesome Whitney Houston. She's... Yeah, and he's he's still going. Is he really? Yeah. All right. Still a liar kicking. He's got that he's got the terrible junk jaw. Oof. Yeah, like like when whenever he's not talking, like he just Well, like, still going, like... sorry, but still going alive, I knew, but I thought oh, okay. by still going, do you mean like still in his in his old ways or is he like clean now? Oh, I have no idea. I can't imagine oh, okay. that he like I, I haven't seen any I have never seen or heard a sentence implying that Bobby Brown has cleaned up. Okay. And then and that doesn't mean that he isn't. Right. Maybe, maybe he's playing at a close to the leather vest with which he has no shirt on underneath. But uh yeah, he could be. For his sake, right. I hope he is. And part of me is like, nah, I hope he just goes balls to the wall to the fucking end. Let's see. Right, either way. Yeah, run this thing into the fucking rocks. Let's see how long whatever, a human can survive like this. Whatever makes you happy, Bobby Brown. Yeah. Well, I took a weird turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to talk about climate change and somehow. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm totally going to talk about playing zelda too much and nope here we are talking about fucking <laughs> bobby brown and his his well, indulgences hopes for him yeah but, but our well wishes for bobby brown yeah friend of the show friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> he's a friend of the show because i just called it dibs <laughs> it's like where <laughs> It's like when uh, those uh, Christian groups or certain churches will go to cemeteries and just baptize corpses. Yeah. Like, same deal. Like, that's what we're doing. We're just baptizing people, friends of the show, whether they like it or not. Yeah, they have no idea. Yeah, And it's entirely up to them. If they want to co- come out and dispute that, which will be fine. We'll take the exposure. Mm-hmm. I dare you. Yeah, I dare you to say you're not a friend of the show, Bobby Brown. Right. How about that? <coughs> Call us out. Say the name. Of, just say the name of the show. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Bobby's, real quick before we get into our topic, I do okay. want to get back to A Link to the Past. So, A Link to the Past, uh, the Zelda game, first Zelda game on the Super Nintendo platform. I think the only Zelda game on the Super Nintendo platform. If I am not mistaken, I had maybe a the only main, maybe the only main sequence game. They might have some bullshit. Yeah. But. Uh, the uh, I I realized because I was I was looking to play video games, and my PS4 is still broken, and so I got the Switch going again. And just like anyone forty and older, what do you do with the Switch? You go play Nintendo and Super Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. Which number one. I love that half the library that you're given to choose from in the free selection is 
the obvious hits like your Mario's, your Zelda's and things of that ilk. And then stuff that's entirely in Japanese. You have no idea what the game is, but you start it and be like, all right, I guess I'll figure out this game, I guess. Whatever the hell is going to happen. And then there's like a shoe that shoots fire into a pipe. And then you have to make a sandwich or some ridiculous combination of things. I'm familiar with that game. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. If I might be might be conflating a two right two two games uh second episode in a row we're using the word conflating getting it out uh, of the way early this time okay <laughs> that's why you got you got to uh stick to the classics though i don't blame yeah. you yeah uh but i realized I, I was looking around i was like holy shit i've never played and beat a link to the past by myself i never had super nintendo uh, i had friends who had super nintendo uh bob specifically i probably played most of my link to the past with him and it's funny i was i i had uh i had my gallbladder out last year and uh i was off from work for a month and i played the re-release of the the 3ds game i forget what, which one it is i mean a wind waker or something like that the one where okay. there's a fish on top of death yet. mountain some shit like that anyways it's funny. I played so much with him that I realize that as I'm bumping into stuff and like, cause I'm an idiot. Like I am clumsy as fuck in video games. I bump into shit. That's like not even trying to attack me like stationary things <laughs> that you can take hits and uh-huh. I get the anxiety doing it still in my forties. Cause I hear his voice in my head going, Come on, stop getting fucking killed by bullshit. What are you doing? Just, <laughs> just scolding me for, for PTSD, not doing well. playing video games at Bob's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the good thing about the Switch is you can do that whole thing where you press and hold down the top two buttons and you can just scroll back like three frames. Oh, okay. Rewind time a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I'm... Like I said, I'm in my fucking 40s. I put my time in. I'm just going to play the game like that. Yeah. It, it's already, I already don't have enough time to be doing this. I'm already putting out episodes of podcasts late. I can't be, <laughs> I can't be putting out fucking... Right. I can't be Let's playing the by the rules. Yeah, fuck yeah. that. I Which I accidentally... I had, a, I had a... I'm not good at the navigating the... Uh, the controls and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm not good at anything apparently so far as I'm telling you. <laughs> I just kind of hold the controller and smack it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever, whatever happens, happens. So I went to create a save point and I accidentally hit load save point. So I couldn't rewind back. So I was like, all right, well, let me just reset this thing. And then I hit reset and I realized I wiped the whole thing. So the three <laughs> days worth of shit that I did, I completely fucking wiped. But thankfully, there's like a backup cloud that I was able to find it. And a I, safety I, net. Oh, God. Yeah. For dummies like me. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a real exciting day. A real exciting couple uh, of days over here. A lot of drama. A lot of tension. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh. I'm doing it. I'm more than halfway through the game. It is exciting. I'm happy to hear that. It's mm. a fantastic game. Big fan of that game. It's so good. It just comes right back to you, too, man. Yeah. Like, every little... Anything that I remember, it's like, oh, that's fucking... 
I knew this would work. Yeah. Excuse me. Big plug for Nintendo right now. If you haven't played Nintendo, play Nintendo. Mm-hmm. If, if you're not familiar with Nintendo, their <laughs> company, you should check them out. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't they a playing card company? If I'm not mistaken, I mean, that's one of those like weird facts that I read in a clickbait article that uh, uh, like originally before making whatever. Yeah, like in, in the early 1900s, they made playing cards. Wow. I didn't even know they were around that long. Good on you, Nintendo. Yeah. Way to, <laughs> way to evolve. <laughs> and like. Yeah, like so. Anytime anyone was like, "Oh, I don't know how Nintendo is going to be able to keep up with this," it's like they may, they've been around a hundred years. They yeah, obviously know how to evolve somehow right. and adapt. Yeah, don't you worry about Nintendo. Nintendo is going to be just fine. Don't yeah. worry about Nintendo. Nintendo is going to be the last one standing. Yeah. Uh, After we uh, <clears throat> cook off our oceans. Nice. There you go. I was yeah. trying to think of a way to do that. And- <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know that that's going to happen necessarily. So this is, I guess, uh, a lot of conjecture. Um, We're going by one article in particular. Um, It's an article from Wired, and it lists like, uh, you know, it's a top 10 thing because top 10 things are easy to do on the podcast. So for anyone out there that's saying Wired is not a, a credible journalist, I don't know, nor do I care. We needed something to do for the show. So this is what we're going with. So that's not important. And again, Uh, you're going to us for your information on science. So you're already shooting yourself in the foot out of the gate. That is a valid point. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's fair to say, regardless of your opinion on the cause, it's fair to say that the ocean is getting warmer. There's enough evidence that points to a rise in temperature, uh, you know, global temperature on average of the ocean over the past decade, two decades, however long it's been. Maybe probably even more than that since, you know, we've been industrialized, I guess, and uh, pumping shit into the atmosphere. And like even just from an anecdotal standpoint, I definitely remember... My birthday is in May, and I definitely remember being mad that the pool wasn't open by my birthday because it was warm enough. To And I got married in May five years ago, and it was like 61 degrees. Mm. And it's two days after my birthday, my wedding anniversary. And it, granted, the weather was kind of shitty that day to begin with, but like shorts weren't even a consideration anyway. Right. Like for what the weather is. And conversely, it's going to be 74 degrees tomorrow on October the 26th. Yeah. Which that used to be called like an Indian summer, which you'd get every now and again. But I feel like. It's not usually this late. Usually September is where they, they call it that. Yeah. So yeah. last year I went to I went to a beer festival the first weekend in November and I wore shorts and flip flops. The year before I was in Madison, Wisconsin for the first weekend in November. 
It was 63 degrees in Wisconsin mm. in November. It's beautiful. Fuck. Yeah, it was fantastic. I <laughs> couldn't have picked a better time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but even that, so that that's um, kind of anecdotal. And the, the um, Neil deGrasse Tyson did a thing on one of his shows with uh, talking about climate versus weather. And he was saying climate is picture a person walking down the beach and they have a dog on a leash. Mm. They're walking in a steady direction forward. The dog, meanwhile, is sniffing back and forth. It's checking things out. It's running around, but moving generally in the same direction as the person, even though it scatters along the way. So the person is kind of an analogy for the climate versus mm-hmm. the dog being the weather. So the weather is going to fluctuate. Like, you know, you, you get a cold day and people say, oh, I thought global warming, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like stupid stuff like that. No, the, yeah. the weather is still fluctuating. There's weather patterns. There's pressure systems. There's the jet stream gets weaker and all that good stuff. The evidence is more about um, the temperature of the ocean uh, and the measure of things in the atmosphere, like uh, we're currently number one on this list, is there's more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere than that than at any time in recorded human history. Um, so, now, how are yeah. they able to tell how much carbon dioxide there is in the atmosphere? Um, it there's a, a an observatory that does it i don't really know the ins and outs of what they do to be honest with you this is one of those uh you can stick your head in the bull's ass wouldn't you rather get the butcher's word for it <laughs> kind of situations god damn it i gotta go back because i feel like we came up with a new version of that saying like 10 or 15 episodes ago oh really damn it yeah <laughs> either that or we just butchered that butcher saying <laughs> I don't. it's gotta be your bowl <laughs> but, um, but uh so apparently but the, however they do it they're checking uh average global concentration in parts per million um i don't know if they're like just grabbing the air and sticking a sticking it and uh, i don't know i don't know how they do it they have to have some kind of instruments i guess right <laughs> I like yours better. Like they take a bag and then they just <laughs> they just breathe it in and just <laughs> there wasn't any oxygen in that. That was all carbon dioxide. This is bullshit. <laughs> no, that was did you ever hear about them carbon dioxide lakes? There, there's like these there's this lake in Africa where um, actually now with these lakes, they stick big tubes in the ground so that this shit can leak out. But there's volcanic activity underneath and carbon gases slowly build up underneath and it gets to a certain point that it can bubble up and then break the surface and be this giant bubble of carbon dioxide. And there was at one point in history, I, I don't remember when it was. I'm just remembering reading the article. I have to try to find it and link it again. Mm-hmm. But um, this bubble happened at some lake in Africa and moved into a village and everybody suffocated. Holy shit. It's just, yeah, just like all of a sudden the air did not have oxygen. Like it's insane. Wow. Yeah. It's just from that, like just bubble breaking the surface and just getting yeah. it out. It's like a lake burp. <laughs> oh man, I'm, that, that's making me think of uh, 
of uh, Last Action Hero, if you recall that movie, when uh, when the mob guy Leo the fart, they put a they put a bomb inside him, but uh, uh, Jack Slater was able to get him into the La Brea tar pits, right? And the bomb went off under there and just boop. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Leo the fart broke wind one last time, as they said. (laughs) But um, hey you. One of my favorite things about that movie is how heavily involved Schwarzenegger was in creating it. Just I didn't know that. Yeah. And like so any of any of his awful jokes that he makes, like in Predator when he kicks the door in and shoots the guy with a grenade launcher and then says knock knock and then he uh-huh. throws a knife and sticks the guy to the wall and goes stick around. Like right. that's those are all him. He he's he wanted the corny fucking puns as he killed somebody. Like he, there's some in all of his early movies. So oh, yeah. uh, I, I believe he was heavily involved with all his ice puns as Mr. Freeze. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So <laughs> just wall to wall, very in on it. Ridiculously corny jokes in last action hero was very much him being involved as an executive producer. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, he, he has a he has a pretty good sense of humor about himself. I'll give him that. I guess you can be. Like I've said that before. Like the the most badass, like real badass people are always just so nice. Like Mark Henry is the perfect example. Like if you if you walked up to Mark unless you were blatantly disrespectful, and even then he would just kind of like say you're being disrespectful and try to brush it off. He still wouldn't like attack you like somebody who was insecure would just because he, he knows you're really not a threat. There's not, <laughs> unless <Yeah. laughs> you have a weapon, you're, you're not a threat to him. So he can afford to, to be nice. So you know, yeah, like, I guess at the same level, Arnold knows like, yeah, look at the size of him, especially back in like 85 Arnold. Yeah. Like fresh off of Mr. Olympia. Yeah. Schwarzenegger. He uh he he was one of the biggest fans of the Hans and Franz sketch on SNL. Yeah. <laughs> he loved it. He thought it was hilarious. And uh Conan O'Brien, Robert Smigel, and oh, and Dana Carvey and Kevin Nealon wrote a Hans and Franz script that Schwarzenegger was heavily featured in the second act, and Schwarzenegger loved it. He was absolutely I will do this movie. And they just weren't able to get it off the ground for whatever reason. Uh, but uh yeah. I same di- like you were just saying, it's like why am I'm not threatened by you. <laughs> I'm not right. threatened by any of you. This I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah, it's like going into a kindergarten. You you know, you go down to their level almost. Yeah. No, you know. Tell them it's not a tumor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Case in point. Yeah. <laughs> Who's um, your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> so anyway. So yeah, carbon. Let's see, carbon dioxide lake. Uh, well, I mean, and, we and yeah. that's just an example of. <laughs> Like the Earth does this naturally. We've talked about the carbon cycle before. Mm. We've talked about the disasters that the Earth has, has faced due to the carbon cycle getting thrown off. Um, 
And it's not it's not a short term thing. So. Just just for uh, let let's pretend that uh, that there's a, a slight chance that some of our listeners or possibly your co-host doesn't remember what the carbon cycle is. So if you could just <laughs> do a quick refresher of that one. Sure. So the the carbon cycle due to plate tectonics, due mm. to um, I guess mostly plate tectonics and geological activity and stuff like that. It's just we have a lot of carbon in the atmosphere. It gets absorbed into the rocks. The rocks then get recycled into like they, they get melted down and spewed back out and the carbon gets spewed back out through volcanic activity and through vents and things like that. So carbon doesn't get trapped the way it would on other pl- like on Venus. They don't, they, um, they <laughs> the planet of <laughs> Venus <laughs> doesn't have uh, plate tectonics. So once the rocks have absorbed as much carbon as they can, now it just piles up in the atmosphere and okay. uh, they get that runaway greenhouse effect. So the fact that that happens here on earth and keeps us at a, a pretty uh, consistent level of CO2 in the atmosphere, which helps keep some of the warmth from the sun in, but not all of it. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Now that all sounds familiar. Yeah. So it, like in the case of uh, the great dying, that was the Permian Triassic uh, extinction level event, the worst that we've seen as far as uh, setting life back and wiping out different uh, species and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think that was, you know, volcanic activity that happened over millions of years and stuff like that, or tens of, I forget how long it was, but it was a crazy amount of volcanoes over a long amount of time and just overflowed the, uh, flooded the atmosphere with all that carbon gas and methane and stuff like that as well. So I think it took the earth like 10 million years to recover from it. Like as far as the geological record goes, looking at the various rocks from them, just the saturation of carbon in, in the rocks and in the atmosphere and everything it was, it didn't come back for 10 million years. It's a long chunk of time. And that's how they're, so in, in the, the saturation of the carbon in the rocks is how they're able to tell what carbon was like, what the carbon concentration was like millions yeah. of years ago like that. Okay. Yep. Yeah. By, and going by the layers and stuff like that. So, I mean, and that's another thing to keep in mind when they talk about the carbon levels in the atmosphere now, um, like where, where there was a set agreement, the Paris Agreement I'm looking at here, it says in 2015, the Paris Agreement set a target to keep global warming below one and a half degrees Celsius. So the way w- that we're going now, we're actually headed past that. Mm. And it's not the kind of thing that like, even if we did keep it below that, <clears throat> the effects are still, it's still rolling kind of. It takes a long time for it to come to a stop in reverse because we're talking about the the climate in general. Um, but I mean, even some of the predictions, y- you can't be, I don't know, like, oh my God, doom and gloom kind of because there, there was predictions way back when that the earth that we were already were going to be in that chain reaction state, but the earth kind of adapted and uh, believe it or not started to absorb absorb more carbon as far as the vegetation and stuff like that goes somewhat. We're still headed in that global warming direction, but the the fact that it was able to do that and and kind of uh, 
slow down predictions, I guess, is something to keep in mind because the Earth is is a biological system of its of itself. It tries to evolve along with everything that's going on. But you know, we're still if we're headed down that path and we get over that point, it might get to the point where things will be uncomfortable for a bit before we can kind of reverse it back the other way. Yeesh. Yeah. And even reversing back the other way, <clears throat> like I, I know, and this is one of those things that sadly has been politicized where uh, one side of the aisle believes that it's phony or that this always happens and it's not a big deal. And the other side of the aisle thinks that this is, uh, you know, we, we need to completely flip and go green today. If we were to do that, like obviously the first side that I'm talking about, they're, they're idiots. This is obviously real. It's in the data. But the other side that wants to stop and go green today, the problem with that is, like I was just saying, the the Earth has evolved to work with the amount of carbon that's in the atmosphere right now. It's used to a certain amount. If we cut it and went green today, what we're working with would kind of get suck more. I don't want to say suck. I guess that that's not the right word for it. But there would be less carbon and the Earth would be used to functioning with more. So we could go the other way where we cool it too much because right. we kind of <clears throat> pulled the blanket off too quick in a way so it's a very it's a delicate balance and, and we're fucking with it <laughs> is, is the bottom line yeah it's, it's bigger than politics it's bigger than all that and i i think the problem with either side is just like everything else it's just go to the extreme yeah just with and no mediation no middle ground no hey let's compromise but yeah yeah, it'd be nice if both sides said, we're going to shut up and listen to the consensus of scientists. And and not pay our own scientists to... Yeah, to... Defu- give us the information. Dispute that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, some kind of independent scientist group. We did that once. We've said that... Uh, um, I don't know if we've said that. Maybe I heard it somewhere before. But like the Manhattan Project, where they brought in how many different specialists from how many different fields and kind of put them in a, in a room together, or at least got them in correspondence with each other and, and they all work together. I feel like so many disciplines now almost work in silos and there's, there isn't really that, that cross communication, or at least there wasn't, maybe it's starting a little bit, but that's uh, where the best ideas come from. Probably like just get the best of the best each side gets to put in whatever amount of money they want and then the best of the best just share that money and there this way yeah so nobody's getting bribed but perfect world obviously uh, yeah well, somebody's gonna... getting funded that'd yeah. be nice and this is where uh, spinning on a tangent but where the fuck are the musks and the gates and the uh, the bezos and all these like where are they because this would be the thing if you're going to pump billions into something, if this is such a big deal, let, let's get some funding for what are we going to do about this? Or like fossil fuel companies, why wouldn't they be on the cutting edge of trying to get some kind of clean energy and, and set up a transition period where we're going to start slowly transitioning from one to the other? And There's got to be ways. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm a dreamer. Again, I mean, I think we solved it if, if we just give up on the beach and use uh, 
tidal <laughs> energy to power everything. Everyone would be better off. <laughs> it would it would be so great. <laughs> How ridiculous would it be to have this podcast blow up to the point that in 30 years you and I are on opposite ends of <laughs> opposite sides of the aisle pro beach and anti beach that's what politics is is boiled down to <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun <laughs> that's your only argument <laughs> But that's fun. No, it isn't. And that's just it's just that back and forth. It's not fun at all. <laughs> I had a great time. I did not. <laughs> I too had a great time because I stayed home. <laughs> yeah. Up until it was starting to sound like a Dr. Seuss novel. Yeah, right? Yeah. Is that the Sneeches? Yeah. The star I have sneakers. a blue shirt. Well, mine is red. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're different than me. <laughs> One of my right, favorite Doctor Seuss. Sorry, Doctor Seuss. No, you go first. The, yeah, uh... much better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there's one about there's one about a pair of pants, right? It's like it's just a pair of pants, and there's a. Uh... I I know I'm not making this up. I know I'm not. I, I at least I hope I'm not. But like, there was a, just a pair of pants walking, and a guy was afraid of a pair of pants. And then, uh, then they uh, they found out they were both afraid of each other. I, like the the moral is to like don't just necessarily be afraid of something different that you don't understand, kind of thing. That's a terrible moral when it comes to walking pants. You should definitely <laughs> be afraid of pants that are walking on their own. The fuck out of there. <laughs> Because even if they're not alone, there's there's somebody invisible in there, and they can do right. anything. There's, there's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's, there's something not right with that situation. <laughs> yeah, like you, I don't know if you want to make it like a black kid and a white kid. Sure, then don't don't be afraid of that's you know, just like you on the inside. But what invisible parents or whatever are not like you at all on the inside. <laughs> they don't care about you or your family. <laughs> the pants you're wearing are just like you on their inside because you are inside those pants. Ugh. But invisible pants. I mean invisible person pants. I I am yeah. already I don't know. Or animated pants, yeah. <laughs> Is that like remember the the ghost at the not the ghost the, uh, the ghost dogs at the haunted mansion, like the dog leash that there's nothing inside but it looks like you're walking it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a... it. <laughs> <laughs> you just reminded me of a thing. Uh, there's a documentary about the Bloods and the Crips, directed by uh, Stacy Peralta of Power Peralta skateboard fame, and uh, it's so starching your pants after you've ironed the creases into them is uh, big in the big in the gang culture, or at least was in the '90s. But they had one gang member they were interviewing. They were like, it's like, what you know about a pair of pants has got so much starch in them that they stand up on their own in the corner. And then they show a Polaroid of a pair of pants just standing up because that's how much jeans, that's how wow. much starch they sprayed onto them. 
Like, Damn, that, how do you walk in those? Right, that Dude. can't be comfortable. Because <laughs> yeah. it's a you know a sign of badassery. <laughs> <laughs> Look how uncomfortable my clothes are. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now I'm having a like the bloods and the crypts spent a lot of time ironing. Apparently, yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> that is not something that I made up or anyone is making yeah. up. <laughs> not judging, don't. Absolutely. Yeah, we are. Shoot me. We are we are pro leaving you alone with doing whatever you're doing as long as Yep. Yeah. Done it my whole life. We used to have to run down Henderson Avenue right through all all in blue cuz that was the, our high school colors right past the projects where the bloods were in the news for stabbing people to go <laughs> run the track there all all in blue was, yeah that was fun How i know we- they weren't going to come after us but as a high school kid i didn't know they were going to come after us so yeah you don't not know that they're going to come after you yeah yeah in retrospect it was stupid but at the time i was shitting my pants what was that good hue is that the uh, no? There was across track? from the um, the Broadway, you know, Broadway in Henderson down that way. Oh, you mean like three blocks from where I, I lived? Yes, <laughs> I know that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was right yeah. over there. Yeah, those homes down that way, and there was that little track across from the bodega. Well, you brought up uh, you brought up the Berry Homes last podcast, so I'm going to bring up the Markham Homes. Hmm. Say. Housing project near where I lived. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How relatable. <laughs> yeah. How relatable to whoever the hell is listening to us in New Mexico. 13 downloads in New Mexico. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to shout out New Mexico. Fine. I'll, I'll reuse the Ohio VPN joke <laughs> that I used <laughs> a couple of months back. Oh, yeah, who's pretending to be from New Mexico? <laughs> well, all I know about New Mexico is Breaking Bad. So I guess there's are there projects in New Mexico also? Ah. Or is it just trailer parks? Ooh, probably a little bit of both. Probably a little okay. bit of both. You know, that's another interesting thing that you don't realize is like when, when you when you move from one area to another and you're used to the the uh, rough neighborhoods looking a certain way and then you move to another place and it's like i remember that when we're moving from staten island to massachusetts like a suburb of worcester and it was like amanda was like i don't i don't know about this place it's like the signs are there i was like no no no, trust me this is not a good neighborhood like (laughs) broken down pickups instead of broken down i don't know honda civics you know what i mean it's like slightly yeah yeah it's it's there's familiar thing right you just gotta figure out the uh how it translates yeah. kind of thing but yeah like same with with moving uh like moving from staten island to nassau county uh western long island uh it's pretty similar because you're still right near the city but moving to suffolk county eastern long island like it's like i I'd never been near a trailer park as far as I knew. I think there might have been one on Staten Island, but there's a few out here. 
And yeah, they're, it's a, uh, yeah, a they're, different uh, area to stay away from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, how the fuck did we end up here? I don't know. We're kind of mailing this one in. I don't know if, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you guys noticed. We don't know a lot about <laughs> I like that. I like that we're not even phoning it in because phoning it in implies at least we're kind of involved. But mailing it in is just like, ah, you deal with this a few days later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we're still doing all right, though. Yeah, I thought so. Plenty of plenty yeah. of movie talk. Standard yeah. standard science podcast from us. <laughs> <laughs> But here's the thing. So I'm skipping ahead because number two and three are basically the same thing. It's just complaining. But uh, number four, I didn't even realize this. Extreme heat events have become more frequent and severe. So, for example, the wildfires in Canada and Hawaii recently. Mm. Um, There was the evacuation of tourists from Greece. Um, Apparently, June, no, no, July of this year was the hottest month in history. Wow. On, or on record, yeah. On Earth, right? Like that's on the planet as a whole or? I guess since people have been counting, yeah. But but I mean, like it's it's not one specific area. Like the planet as a whole, this was the highest average. month yeah. average on Earth in recorded history. Yes. Which is cre- hilarious. The fucking, the air conditioner at my job broke July oh, 3rd. and it took about 10 days to get a new one (laughs) because everybody was out of air conditioners (laughs) perfect time yeah that's that's exactly the worst time for it to go yeah that's when they can bend you over a barrel about fixing it too oh we're gonna it's uh turns out labor this week is 150 dollars an hour (laughs) um but yeah, that's it, it. Was definitely hot as fuck outside in July. Mm-hmm. I can attest to that. <laughs> yeah, but also more rainy too. There's been you know that that leads to more more heat is more activity with with the ocean and the uh, you know the evaporation and that whole cycle. So you, you get more frequent weather events they're more severe we saw to i mean I, i've noticed that in my lifetime that the hurricanes have been getting more frequent and more severe like every year something is is wiping out somewhere yeah and their hurricanes are starting to do wild shit like a hurricane yeah. made it all the way to the west coast yeah last month that's crazy that should never happen like the only time the west coast got fucked up by big heavy rain events was uh El Nino type shit because that's that comes out of like the Pacific and that's going on this year too so I mean that kind of influences things but yeah that's that's weather versus climate like El Nino we we get those from time to time yeah so the weather is a result of the climate right exactly yeah yeah the climate I guess is kind of like is is the frame lowest to highest like the 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 bell curve was that standard distribution deviation kind of that thing so what i i guess i guess the best way to figure this out is is 
do we have to start measuring the storms in how many Manhattans it would be for when a storm makes landfall? It would be the equivalent of like 31 mm. Manhattans hitting the beach in that mm. specific area. No, I think they usually measure that in Puerto Rico is how much damage <laughs> it does. Good joke. We'll see how that goes. (laughs) It would have been hilarious if you immediately like that doesn't make sense, stupid. Manhattans are a (laughs) physics measurement, you idiot. Not (laughs) (laughs) everyone knows wrong island. Yeah, not a meteorological. I didn't do it. Whatever, Puerto Rico. Get over it. <laughs> Don't yeah. worry. Just somebody will throw them some rolls of fucking paper towels. Tearly and, tearly yeah, paper. Tearly oh, paper. Yeah, paper towels. Yeah, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. <laughs> they use... my, my favorite thing <laughs> about Donald Trump <laughs> is that he stands like the front half of a centaur. <laughs> 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 Shit. I don't know how he does the lean like that and not fall <laughs> over. It looks like there should be the horse's back connected to him. <laughs> is that is that your joke? No, that's a meme. That's, oh, okay. yeah, that's an internet meme. Yeah. <laughs> right. That belongs to the internet. <laughs> I was going to say... We, we we need to sit and write more jokes then if you're coming up with <laughs> that's fucking A plus. Yeah. No, I, I cannot take credit for that. That's <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> Oof. Man, face hurts. <laughs> it's killing me, eh, Mac? All right. <laughs> Ew. Um. Huh. Yes. So where are we at in <laughs> our uh, everything we've barely touched on? <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, sea levels are rising faster today than ever before. Um, since 1900, sea levels have risen faster than any preceding century in at least the past 3,000 years, and it looks like it's going to continue over the past 140 years. They have risen worldwide. 21 to 24 centimeters. Um, but roughly half of that, about 10 centimeters, has taken place since 1992. So that's kind of. Uh, so what was, the, what was the first number you said there? Over 140 years, uh-huh. it increased 21 to 24 centimeters. But 10 of those centimeters were just since 92. In the last so, 30, so 30 years. 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. So the last 25% of that or 30% of that has of that amount of time has been half of the raise in the sea level. If yeah. if I could if I could make that number a little bit more confusing. Um the uh <clears throat> I I read a uh read I read a video. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Have not had that much to drink tonight either. Jesus Christmas. Uh I I watched a yeah Neil deGrasse Tyson video I watched the book. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, the he was talking about uh, why 
water levels go down during ice ages. And it's because the water that gets evaporated from the ocean goes into the clouds, turns into snow, falls on land, and then just freezes on land and doesn't leave there. Yeah. Which so and like so the fact that there's an argument about sea levels rising it, like it's that's pretty straightforward common sense it sounds like yeah like if it's too hot to stay snow and ice it's gonna go into the ocean where water is right and and actually the ice in the uh the poles in the arctic sea and stuff is actually diminishing it's uh it's reached its lowest levels since at least 1850, smaller than any time over the past thousand years or so. So, yeah, that it goes hand in hand, exactly that. The ice is melting. It's got to go somewhere. It goes into the ocean. The ocean goes up. Yeah, that, that seems pretty easy to grasp. Yeah. If, if you're actively willing to grasp it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Sidebar into uh, me very strongly believing into uh, human civilization has been reset at least once or twice. Uh, there is a map. Uh, it is called the Pier Reese map, uh, and it is believed to be a uh, an amalgamation of several other older maps, but. It was drawn in, I think, the 14th or 15th century, and it has the entire coastline of Antarctica drawn out. And Hmm. we did not have the technology to map it under ice until about 100 years ago. And that map very closely lines up with... uh, what the uh, the sonar or the whatever they used to measure or uh, look at what the ice uh, look at what the land looks like underneath the ice of Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Uh, so either there it wasn't covered in ice, it not being covered in ice is way more is probably what is way more likely rather than having a super advanced civilization that has technology of 100 years ago and how old is this map or how old are these maps this the the specific map that's being referred to uh, the again it's i don't know if i'm saying it right the pure map or pure however it's said uh is believed to have been drawn in the 14th or 15th century wow where other maps was only a couple hundred years yeah yeah and other maps after that Antarctica is not drawn on there at all because it was not technically discovered. So there are maps that are older than newer old maps that have Antarctica with an accurate coastline while uh, we didn't have the technology to map it under the ice until 100 years ago. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I have to look up this shit. Yeah, Yeah, what the am. Fingerprint of the Gods by Graham Hancock. I'll uh, I'll let you borrow the book. 
Okay. It's a nice read. Yeah, because I, I wonder, like, a couple hundred years ago, where was the sea level? Because if, if there was no ice there, you would think it would be higher or yeah. something. Well, that, so, that also, the sea level being at a different height, uh, there's, there's, there's a landmass that is underwater that is off the coast of Ireland, which people okay. speculate is that quote unquote Atlantis. Oh yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that about Atlantis, about um Crete in particular, but the Mediterranean, there were periods where <clears throat> the land bet- or, or the, the strait between, I guess it's the Strait of Gibraltar, right? Between uh, Spain and Morocco mm. was actually closed and the Mediterranean drained. And there were, there were periods where that was empty and then opened up and got rapidly filled up. And like that, the Mediterranean <laughs> Sea has undergone a couple different uh, drainings and fillings with, of, you know, in, in relatively quick periods of time, which would have been catastrophic for any islands or anything going on there. Yeah, definitely. If if you're on an island and the sea level rises 30 feet in 100 yeah, you're years, fucked. you're right. fucked. Anybody on the coastline. Especially if it's yep. relatively level. Well, we very quickly went from one alleged conspiracy to one other more likely conspiracy, but maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a very interesting. But yeah, that all like and the uh, this is more grasping extras, but like the maps that that other map is made from, because that was common, is like people who made maps would take all their maps and try to like put them all together and try to draw one bigger map. Yeah. Uh, and allegedly all from the Library of Alexandra. Uh, tragedy. Yeah. yeah. Pieces of shit just burning things. Yeah. Pour some out for the Library of Alexandria. We could have known some shit. Yep. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so where are we at with this climate change? <laughs> so climate's been changing. Here's one of the things. Uh, for the first time in decades, world hunger is increasing. So starting to see the effects of this kind of thing because droughts and heat waves, they affect our uh, yearly crop yields. And you know what the, some crops may be less nutritional in some cases. I mean, when we're talking about excessive rain events, there's flooding. I know we, we had some of that here where some of the fields were flooded, depending on what you're growing, that could be, uh, you know, could wipe out everything. So, I mean, that this type of thing and, and average wildlife population populations have dropped by 60%. So again, you start fucking with the carbon cycle, it just disrupts the food chain. And even in the case of like the dinosaurs dying, yes, the asteroid killed a lot of things on impact in that immediate vicinity, but it was the damage that it did over time that now it blocked out the sun, killed the plants and knocked the food chain out from the the, the bottom rung. And it was only, you know, the, the little things that can survive. I think we're one of the larger animals, I guess. So that type of thing 
would be catastrophic for us. I mean, we could do our best, but technology can only help so much. The energy has to come from somewhere. And that's like for a, excuse me, uh, a global catastrophe, a global extinction cassette cut. I'm going to get this on the third try. <laughs> global extinction catastrophe event would like everybody dying and everything dying within a day or two is a fantasy. You would hope it would go that quick, but no, it's going to be a slow drawn out painful suffocation, yeah. starvation type thing. Yeah. It's the kind of thing that future geologists of whether they're human or whatever species comes next can look back at the rocks and go, huh, there's a weird period here where over the course of about half a million years or a million years, the carbon levels increased for some reason. It's kind of strange. And there's only a couple records of uh, this large ape with <laughs> with starched jeans <laughs> that's showing up at just this, this small period. I wonder if the two were related. <laughs> As you know, those shits would last. It's going to be bones and, and the starch jeans. <laughs> there appears to have been some type of bipedal <laughs> organism uh, that this appears to be some type of a suit of armor. It's almost <laughs> impenetrable. It, it doesn't appear to be. It, it... But it's only the lower half. It seems to only cover half of these. <laughs> <laughs> Is starch bulletproof or at least knife proof? Is 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 that the purpose? I don't know. Maybe maybe enough of it is. <laughs> <laughs> a layer of starch so thick it like reflects the sun. <laughs> Imagine that it just made it so shiny that like they show up and like they're ready to pull guns on each other. And then the guy with the shiny pants goes, now! And guys on either side pull out flashlights and shine them at the, like, on an angle. And it just blinds everybody in front of him. Braveheart strategies and shit. Hold! (laughs) So. So, yeah. That's kind of, I guess, I mean, for, for climate change deniers, I, I think it's fairly ridiculous to deny that it it's a real thing. Like, it may not be as, as political as everyone's making it to be, but the, the, the data clearly supports that the oceans are getting warmer, the CO2 levels are going up, and we probably should do something. I don't think we can abandon ship and everybody switches to electric cars tomorrow. And that's another thing. Electric cars, you're plugging yourself into a coal plant somewhere. Basically, you're just you know, right. not doing it right here. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I don't have the answer. I I, I don't. I'm just saying that it's real and it, it's not something to politicize because this is all we got. Yeah, and... <laughs> Like the the other 
let's just even say, not even just entertain the idea. Let's let's fully believe for a moment that, yeah, this happens. The world does this cyclically. How long are these cycles? Tens of thousands of years on the low end, right? Yeah. How long has this civilization been a thing? This current type of situa- uh, civilization situation we're in right now. 150 years tops. Yeah. Th- as far as like us doing the shit that would industrialize right. and all yeah. that. Yeah. So you... <laughs> you can't just oh it'll correct itself yeah long after all of us are dead it'll correct itself right. and figure it yeah out. that's the earth will, the earth will be fine yes. the earth will go right along chug right along it's us we're are now i wouldn't say we're specialists but we're definitely not generalists like we're not like you know, after every extinction level event, the specialists are the things that have the biggest trouble surviving because, like, if, if there's a certain type of, of food source that they depend on and that gets disrupted, they're in, in rough shape. It's usually the scavengers, the things that can adapt and, and kind of prey a little, not even prey, but feed a little bit on everything, kind of survive in, in every corner that make it past the extinction level event and become the rise of whatever comes next. We go to supermarkets. Like we're, we are fucked. If anything gets shaken up, like we're, we're past specialists to the point that we removed ourselves from the food chain. Like if, if something goes down and a a cattle farm is not producing like it used to, there go burgers, there go steaks and I don't know, like everything, like, I remember driving past the uh, Dole Pineapple Farm in Hawaii, and it was like acres, as far as the eye can see as, as you go through this. Like, imagine that got screwed up. Like, how much does that supply the the population of, of humans in general? Yeah, and even, like, the planet on a whole probably be okay without pineapples, but Hawaii? Oh, yeah. Without be a little sadder, yeah. but <laughs> get yeah, by. Be a little bit less delicious, but yeah, the yeah. earth as a whole would get by, but fucking, <laughs> but fucking, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hawaii would be screwed. Yeah, devastating. Yeah, the it, it would like as as terrible as it is in Maui right now. Like if if all the pineapple crops are just gone tomorrow, like that's a huge. Uh, that's a huge resource. That's their probably one of their biggest exports. Yeah, it's like that, and tourism yeah. keeps them afloat. And coconuts, I guess. Coconuts do float too. I've seen it. Huh. At least cartoons would have me believe that, anyway. Which is right. where that is. That is most of my knowledge. Uh, pool. From- I know from Mitch Hedberg that lemons and lemons and limes float. Saved by the buoyancy of citrus. I forget who was telling me, uh, but I, I hear that limes sink and lemons float. Huh. Yeah, I mean, not, I'm not that I'm going to dispute a Mitch Hedberg joke. It's, it's gospel as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> 
I've never, I've never checked. <laughs> I just took Mitch's word for it. <laughs> Man, I should have just said yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was admittedly on a lot of drugs. <laughs> um. One of my, a good Mitch Hedberg joke. Every time I say a Mitch Hedberg joke, it's one of my favorites because they're all incredible. <laughs> but when he's saying, I, he goes, I might get in trouble for this one, but I like the FedEx driver because they're a drug dealer and they don't even yeah. know it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I love that it goes right along with it. Uh, I used to do drugs. I still do drugs, but I also used to too. (laughs) (laughs) David Tell has a similar joke. It's different enough. He says, I used to do a lot of drugs, but that was way over there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, God bless him for continuing going. Yeah. David Tell has been sober for quite some time now nice. yeah, he still smokes hundreds of cigarettes a day probably oh yeah but huh. I'd do something yeah. right but he uh because he was a fucking maniac he is <laughs> he, it, it, he has like comedians getting to the point where he trusts them like trusts their opinion it's one of the funniest things in the world like i think i forget it was either dan soder or mark normand talking about getting to the point with a tell where a tell would call you up and just uh run premises by you it'd be like hey you know anybody doing any jokes like these and and then just he'll just rattle off a bunch of shit i think it was dan soder and Uh and just super excited to to get the phone call and a tell starts telling him things and Dan Soder started like suggesting, <laughs> like like throwing him like line ideas, and Attell very quickly was like, "No, no, 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 this isn't what this is." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not asking you for how to make the joke funnier. I'm asking you if anyone else is doing this, so I can right. scrap yeah. this premise. <laughs> and then like <laughs> he's talking about the next few days just like oh my god what did i do it tells never gonna like me again <laughs> and he's fine yeah he did all right yeah so don't you go changing climate right i guess right. this is what we're getting at yeah i'm just yeah you know, i guess this was just kind of a it's real watch your footprint or something yeah or be the be the change that you want to see in the climate. <laughs> Acknowledge that it's a thing, and don't yeah. be such a cunt when negotiating about it. That's all. I agree. Compromise. Right. But stop getting bribed by every fucking company that'll give you billions of dollars, which I get is super easy to say from here because I'm not getting bribed billions of dollars. Yeah, I will promise this. If I'm ever paid to go somewhere and give a talk on climate, I'm not going to get there via private jet. Yeah. Because I feel like, yeah, the people that do that, it's like, 
you could be making a change where someone will pay attention to this and take it seriously, but you wasted so much fucking fuel to get there. And now everybody that's contrary to that is just going to point that out and pop your whole fucking argument. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking finger on the pulse. Pay attention. Optics. Be aware of your optics. And I forget which show I just watched. It might've been uh, succession that optics is now suddenly in my vernacular. AOC. Let's do it. We can get this done, but you got to scale it back. Trust (laughs) me. (laughs) Make this work. Oh man. Uh, yeah. All right. I guess that's a, that's a good place to stop as any. Unless you got any more video game stories you want to tell real quick. (laughs) Uh, the Legend of Zelda 2, The Adventures of Link, gets a bum rap because it was so friggin' hard. But in this day and age, now that you have emulators and you can save it and you can rewind time and stuff like that, totally worth it. I think that will be next because I've maybe played that three or four times tops. Didn't ever have my own copy of it. Okay. So. It's fun. So it's like the overhead Zelda view, but then you get into like a random fight with something. It goes into Mario. View. Yeah, like it gets uh, side scrolly. Like I, I yeah. remember playing it at a friend's house when I was like six or seven, and being like, "Whoa, why is this like Castlevania all of a sudden?" Yeah, <laughs> and I think it was not supposed to be a Zelda game, and they kind of shoehorned Zelda themes into it because even the last. The last boss is like Firebird or something, and then you got to fight the shadow version of you. There is no Ganon at all, but when you die, it says Ganon wins again. I don't know. So he never... That I knew is that he never shows up in the game, but they just put in like a title card of Ganon wins again. Yeah, Ganon wins again. Continue, restart, exit. Oh, man. I... uh, So... I like that they they brought back the shadow version of Link. I know that's that definitely shows up in Ocarina of Time. I remember that. Yeah, they bring that back all yeah, the time. That was, yeah, that was that uh, was that was definitely one of the hits to come out of that one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess that's uh that's after uh, I'm done spending every free moment I have playing Link to the Past. You earned it. Good Thank for you. you. I thought so. Just like, it's like Bobby Brown. I, w- I hope the best for you. <laughs> I, hope, I just want you to be happy. <laughs> uh, under the guise of science. Uh, on Facebook, on Instagram. And ooh, there is one more that I say that I don't. Oh, at Gmail. There we go. Uh, yeah. Guys, always spelled was- G-U-I-S-E. Correct, under the guise of science on YouTube, under the guise of science on TikTok, at Science Guys on X, um, and listen to Farpar. Fuck yeah. Uh, until next time, all of you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs>